0: good afternoon good evening or good morrow depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show it's friday night right what does that mean friday night means the law of one that is correct welcome 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 share it out share it out share it out another you know friday night passes we are on session 87 right i got that wrong in the description i just realized over here that's a session 70 over here on the On the thing, I'll have to change that later. It's actually Session 87. Let me fix that in the the title. Right? Share this out, everybody. Share this out. 87. Okay. Messed that up right in the title there. Got it right in the description, though. Session 87 of the Law of One. Share this out. Welcome to everybody. Friday night. No politics, right? I will be doing Orion Rising News coming up this week, probably a couple of times, but for today, it's the law of one. We will continue until we get all 106 sessions done. For those of you who might be (coughs) just joining us, I broadcast this live on Facebook for now. That may change. I'm uh, knowing that at some point, because of the political stuff that I deal with on my channels, that I'm going to be deleted from Facebook and deleted from youtube and deleted from twitter so i've already started my accounts i've opened my accounts i have uh the video up on bit also on rumble it looks like everything's going to be linked from rumble um i probably will i don't know if i'll go live there i'll probably still try to go live on one of these platforms but if i get deleted from here i will start going live on rumble and then i will put it out i'm on gab right i was on um uh, the that other channel, what was it, Parl, a Parlor? I was on there until they killed that, and I will get back on there if they get their servers and get themselves back up. I'm also looks like I'm having some buffing problems on Facebook. So if you get if you're on Facebook Live for the MP four version of this and you get booted out, just re uh, refresh your screen and come on back in. So, like I said, share this out, share this out. We actually finished uh, uh, 86, so we're on 87 out of 106. Like I always say, in case you just catch this for the first time, this is the Law of One. Uh, and and uh, that was uh, uh, the Law of One was uh, LL Research Group back between 1981 and 1984 through channeling. Tried to reach out to the world to see if there was anybody out there out there in the universe to see if there was anyone out there, and there, in fact, there was. They Made contact not with just a single entity. I guess I could turn my camera on, right? <laughs> Namaste. I had uh, I switched the camera from the below approach for those of you who are on the MP3 file, uh, portion of the vodka, of the podcast, you won't see this, but those of you who are on the MP4, you will. I had my microphone coming in from the side, but it kept getting caught in my beard. Uh, all the apparatus here that, that hooks onto the microphone, uh, so now I'm taking the the radio, old radio show top down approach. Right. It was either that or the bottom up, but if I think bottom up it was catching in my beard now that I have this big huge beard. So <laughs> for those of you I'm looking at the monitor and not the cameras, for those of you who are seeing me now, you got know, I got one eye covered over here because I'm using the top down approach for this microphone. Um I may start going back to the lapel mic or the one that was on the headset. But I kinda like this microphone, right? Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and jump right into the law of one. There's no reason why not to. Oh I'll also, um, uh, just so that I give credit where credit's due, um, uh, Maffy Mo- Moose is the YouTube video that I use for uh, playing uh, the um, sessions. They put the the book to a computer voice. I have one of those too. I just did, they did it before I got the books, so they have the books and they've been they've had it up forever since like 2011, I think. Uh, and uh, we use their videos, and they they don't have a problem with me using their video. In fact, uh, I've I was looking at their, you know, their clicks, and their videos are getting a, a ton of clicks. You know, uh, so I'm helping in some way, which is good, and they're helping me, um, which is good. So we're trading. You know, they're letting me use their videos, and I'm getting them more clicks on their videos, not just me clicking on one every you know once a week. So I hope they leave that up, but I give credit. Uh, because I am on uh, Rumble and uh, Bitshoot, and they will be monetizing my show at some point. So um, so I'll be signing a contract with them to monetize my show, uh, which will end up with commercials and stuff like that just like normal uh, people do with their podcasts uh, where you have you know advertisements or I do a commercial. So because of that, um, I have to make sure that I give credit <laughs> right? so uh, that's that's what I as so I do that every onset of every uh, uh, show going forward. okay. Uh, actually, I've started doing that way back in the anticipation of this happening. So it looks like yeah, it looks like uh, I'm I'm trying to be buffed out a little bit on uh, on uh, 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 Facebook. That happens. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and let me jump over here into the studio, and we'll go ahead and um, go over here to. I'm gonna get out of that studio and back into my other studio. Uh, the law of one. This uh, took place between 1981 and 1984, right? can see on your screen there once I go live once I go full screen you'll be able to watch the words on your screen as well as hear them those of you on the mp3 um, version of the podcast out there on the planet um, you obviously will just be hearing it anyways and you're used to it and so I want to give some kudos and some shout outs to a few places around the world um, where Sweden you guys are listening to my welcome Uh, You guys picked me up uh, not too long ago and and really ran with it. A lot of you guys out there listening. So I wanted to give kudos to you. Uh, You know, Australia, you guys are always in there. UK, Ireland, you guys are always up there in the top five, top two uh, most of the time. Uh, The United States, you guys are always number one listeners. I live in the United States, so I wouldn't stand to show that you guys wouldn't be. Uh, It's just some of the areas... In regions, I wouldn't think would listen, but you guys like to hear the news, and um, I've noticed that there's a really big, you know, bigger draw for the law of one. So I wanted to say uh, welcome to those of you who picked up my Anchor FM uh, channel. There's a lot of you out there in the United States that, you know, that I picked up because of uh, me putting my podcast on there. I pay uh, Podbean to uh, put my podcast out all over the, all over the, uh, the internet, all over the planet, Um, But I picked up Anchor FM and um, those guys are are putting me out there pretty good. So welcome to those of you who are up there in Washington State listening to me and in D.C. Uh, You guys you guys picked me up a lot. Florida was was I was surprised. Welcome, Florida. You guys are kicking it. You guys were second last week in viewership for my MP3 podcast. That was that was rocking. Um, You guys in Texas are kicking it. New York, you guys have been consistent. I thought I was going to lose you in Jersey. Uh, you know, when I was going crazy about the politics and stuff. But you guys seem to be eating that up out there. So uh, and, you know, all these all these states, you know, like Detroit, uh, that's not a state. Obviously, it's a city. But I'm saying, the, the you know, uh, uh, Michigan and, and, uh, and Idaho and Iowa um, really picked up. It's crazy. Pennsylvania, um, you know, obviously, because of this whole thing going on with uh, the craziness with the election. Um, you know, and I was reporting on some of the stuff that was there. And you know, I, I want to stay. I know that I wasn't going to talk about politics, but really quickly I wanted to say that I called bunk on this whole thing early when I first got the memo and read that, um, and I read it on air on a, on a Tuesday show on Orion Rising News, and I said I didn't think that any of that was true, uh, but, I, but I continued to report on it and listen to the stuff and, and talk about what if it is true, that's just insane chaos, um, I was really worried that we were going to have a civil war if, in fact, something did happen like the things they were saying that they were going to have happen. Uh, and they didn't, and uh, we didn't have a civil war. So I'm, I'm glad of that. But I mean, who knows? You know, going forward, I hear that the Republicans have now um, uh, put together uh, impeachment um, uh, uh, paperwork for Donald for for uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> so so we have an ongoing impeachment for uh, Donald Trump, and, and, which has been pushed off to February 8th, and now we have uh, an, an impeachment. Um, uh, of Joe Biden starting up. Uh, you gotta love it. It's the times, you know, this is what happens when you impeach people the way that this uh, last president was impeached twice, and especially this last time. The first time, they at least brought articles, right? This time they're bringing a article and there was no investigation, no proof or anything, so it's really shady uh, and really questionable. They just, they just said, we're impeaching him because he incited this riot and they have no proof of that. Um, so there's not even an investigation to see if he actually did that. Right? They're just going like, you know he did. You know, you know. And, and anytime somebody talks like that, I don't, I don't like that. I believe that it's a political uh, thing because they're afraid he's going to run in four years. I don't think America would vote for him in four years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because so then look the way the country was. It was mad crazy hell. So I don't see why they're afraid that he's going to run and maybe even make it, right? But that they're just like really old people. And old people dement. And they're doing old dementing people things they're acting like uh, like grandma and grandpa pile right or you know and they're they're literally feuding and don't know why they are now i hate you you're going to die i'm going to kill you and they're just back and forth now they've lost their minds and they're ravenous because they're dementing and so because of that these people need to get out of office we i can't wait for them either than the midterms people vote these old people out of office and i'm 53 you guys just saw me if you saw the the MP4, that, but I've had white hair because my family, uh, my mom had white hair by the time she was 27. She was completely white. My father, who I was, uh, when I was born, he was 40. He was almost completely white bearded by that time. So in my family, we just go white early. So I, I started going gray in my 30s, okay? So that, so it's not uncommon, if, you know, I look like I mean, If you just saw me and you didn't hear me speak or didn't see my eyes, you would think, you know, this guy's got to be in his 70s or 60s at least, right? Well, I'm not. I am in my 50s. But this is insane. I wouldn't, my, my mother is 76. Most of these people are older than her, including Joe Biden. She has Alzheimer's. I would not want her making decisions for, uh, for a nation. And that's what's happening, guys. We need to get these geriatrics out of our government and start getting young blood in there. And that's what we did. If you look at the last two cycles, the Democrats and the Republicans, everybody's in their 30s and a couple of them in their 40s. Everybody's young. We need to get the rest of these cronies that have been there longer than most of you are alive out. I'm just saying both sides, all sides, just saying, Okay, that's it. That's my soapbox for this Friday. and I, I had to kind of do a little bit just because I couldn't help myself because I haven't spoke uh, on politics online at all for a week and a half because of this craziness. I've stayed off. You know, there's enough crazy people talking. You guys didn't need to hear it from me too, right? So I'll report next week when people are a little bit more calm, okay? And, and I, you know what I mean? So there's no overreaction. There's no, you know, yelling and screaming and, whoa, whew, all right. Let's get away from that and get into the law one. Okay, so this particular session, oops, I started, I didn't want to do that, uh, is session 87, and it took place on May 12th, 1982, so we're into 1982, right? Welcome, Julie, right? Hello. And would you say here? I'm so proud. I, I finally have a few gray hairs right on the top my, you know, my buddy, my buddy Paul's the same way. Uh, he was, he was giving me a hard time because I went gray pretty quick, and he didn't have any gray, and, and, uh, and then I was thinning. And I am still thinning. I'm not bald, but I have a bald spot. You know, I could put a yarmulke on the back of my head and it'll just rest on my scalp because I do have a bald spot that's the size of a yarmulke. Although I'm not Jewish, I'm in fact Irish. <laughs> so Christian, but I could. So the Christians wear yarmulkes too uh, when you get up into the Vatican. So, uh, or, you know, above a priest when you get to a cardinal or like that, you're, you know, or a bishop. They wear, they wear a yarmulke. So, because after all, the, the uh, Hebrew religion spawned Christianity. Uh, so he didn't have any gray hair. And then he started I started thinning and he was giving me a hard time. Well, then he like thinned out really fast. And he, in his defense, he did go to Saudi. Okay? He was in Operation Desert Storm. He was there during Desert Shield and in Desert Storm. Uh, and, um, you know, he's he worked. He, he was an independent contractor that worked on the ordinance uh, f- and, and got all the ordinance, um, you know, basically built bombs and everything else. Um, He jokes, you know, kind of in a jokingly, not so jokingly realization of, you know, that he's he's killed more people than most people in the military uh, because they're all killing people with his materials, his ammunition, his bombs, his explosives. And so he's he's like, I've killed more people than smallpox. And he says, and I'm still killing people and I haven't been working for the government for 10 years because of all of the ordinance that he put together uh, are being used in war so all of he's he's the enabler of of uh, making sure that all the munitions and bombs and missiles and things um, were uh, worked and so he's like you know he kind of feels bad about that but you know he got paid really good money to do it and he was young we were all young once you know what I mean he was young and uh he got did it and afterwards now he's so he he, he aged is my point and he, he went almost completely bald uh he still has some hair but he's really thin and then he started getting gray and he took a picture look I got gray. he's all happy he's 54 right he just turned 54 the, this month two weeks ago and he's like check it out I got gray and he was all proud of himself okay <laughs> and Julie guys you guys couldn't read the chat those of you on the mp3 file or on places that I post this after we're live you can't read the chat Um, But that's what Julie was talking about. Okay, let's go ahead and start here. So, this is 1982. It's the Law of One, session 87. Let me make sure that you guys have it on your screen. You do. Let me go back here and go into full screen so you guys can see it. And I am monitoring the chat. So, if you have questions, that you can tell because I was talking to Julie who typed in the chat. So, here we go. Session
1: 87. I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. I communicate now. Question 87.1. Questioner, could you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. The distortions of the physical complex are unchanged. The vital energy levels are greatly enhanced. Question 87.2. Questioner, thank you. In considering what was mentioned in the last session about the sensor, I have thought about the fact that the position of the origin of the smoke changes approximately 6 inches horizontally. Would it be better to have a sensor in a single, horizontal smoking position? Answer I am raw. This alteration would be an helpful one given that the sensor is virgin. Question 87.3 Questioner. What would be the optimum geometrical arrangement of sensor, chalice, and candle with respect to the Bible and table and the positions that we now have them in? Answer, I am Ra. Both chalice and candle occupy the optimal configuration with respect to the book most closely aligned with the law of one in the distortion complexes of this instrument. It is optimal to have the sensor to the rear of this book and centered at the spine of its open configuration. Question 87.4 Questioner, would the position directly between the chalice and the candle be optimum, then, for the sensor? Answer, I am raw. This is not an exact measurement since both chalice and candle are irregularly shaped. However, speaking roughly, this is correct. Question 87.5.
0: For those of you who are wondering what they're doing, if you haven't heard from <clears throat> in the past shows, um, they have an altar right behind... Um, right behind her head uh, on, a, on, a, um, on on the mantle of the bed. and Either that or they have a small dresser or something nightstand behind there. I'm not, I don't remember which because it's been two years since I looked at the photo. Um, I, it is up on Orion Rising, the page on Facebook. You can go to the photos in there and you can search through it and you can find Carla laying in the bed with the stuff strapped on her and the microphone uh, recording device and microphones on her chest. And they have an altar where they have burning incense, they have the, a Bible, and they have it open to a certain passage, uh, and they have a candle and all of that stuff, in fact, including the smoke and the direction that the smoke was flowing uh, and the direction of where the candle was, everything in the direction of the, in fact, of the altar, uh, had to be precise, and it's also in in line with the pagan druid, um, Wiccan uh, facing north, uh, um, um, you know, when and they actually open a circle, cast a circle. Uh, we were going to talk about that in my uh, spiritual group the other night, but that fell through. Uh, we couldn't get the people come on that we were going to come on and, and do some speaking. So it ended up just being myself and uh, and my partner who were co-creators of the groups, and owners of the groups. Uh, so we just ended up having a conference call and talking about what we were going to do instead of going, live or anything like that so I want to point that out so they're talking about readjusting do they need readjust anything uh in and to line this stuff up properly uh because all of that helps uh with the channeling in fact um Carla it was important that Carla had hair that was at least four inches long on her head because four inches is the minimum amount because your hair acts like an antenna another reason why uh when you think of samson and delilah where samson grew his hair long and he said it gave him strength and that he was able to speak to the gods and you also look at the jedi knights it's another reason why i grow my beard long because i am a jedi knight uh in that gives you uh, your strength and power and that's why if you look here on the planet not only was it uh beards uh, not only were they a symbol of of you know masculinity uh, just to you know, show you're a man. You can grow a really big beard like I have. If you see the pictures of me, but not not just that. If you look at the Egyptian kings, if even if they didn't have a beard, they wore one, a fake one. Like when uh, when Nefertiti was was uh, in charge, she didn't obviously couldn't grow a beard, so she they actually had one that, that was strapped on. So a beard and the hair length has always been synonymous with royalty and or being able to speak to the gods. And it's not just because they have a beard. It's because the long hair, right? And people long, who grew long hair and beards, they did that for a reason, not just, look, I'm a man and I, and I have a penis. Um, it, it is, in fact, if you have long hair, the knights did this. I know this also because I am knighted as well. Um, but the, they grew their hair long uh, because that it, it gave another layer of protection if somebody was trying to slit your throat or or you know or hit you with an axe or a sword. Uh, across the back of your neck and the front if you grew the long beard you would be surprised how tough hair is and if you have a lot of it right and somebody's trying to hack you and kill you uh, you will survive and you know you may just get a bruise you know or at the worst you know maybe a crack in your neck or a kink in your neck so this is actually true true story so the long beards and the long hair would ensure that they were covered all the way around their neck, and they would, you would tuck all that into, and then put their armor over it. So when the knights would would be you know wearing armor, they would have on their underwear, and then they would put they would put on like long johns that are pads, uh, that would be like what we would say um you know uh, cold weather car hearts. I don't know if you have ever seen those car hearts are the things that you put on when you're going to be working on a car. But these are the th- car hearts are not just the overalls. Overalls are just a thin layer of you know of denim. Uh, that you put to keep all the grease and oil off your clothing but a Carhartt is a thick padded uh, um, uh, overall and it's a hoodie and everything right so they would put that on then they would put chain mail over the top of that and then if you were a knight with plate mail you would put the plate mail over the top of that so you had extra protection for arrows axes picks swords you had many layers it was heavy but it wasn't that heavy and you had a lot of movement and so. Uh, so they were actually really good at that, and, and if you look at the hoplites uh, in Greek, they had a very light armor that was uh, very, very akin to our Kevlar, but stronger than our Kevlar, and very lightweight that would not allow uh, arrows to penetrate at spears, swords, and the like. So the hair is very important for many reasons on this planet to have length, and one of them, which is a good thing, is that your communication skills psychically, are better with long hair. Now think about that. I know this is a really small thing, but here again in history, think about any book or movie you've ever read and anyone who is wise or adept, right, or a magi, a magician, or a sorcerer or conjurer, they always had long hair and long beards, men and women. Well, women didn't have the beards. That happens when you get into your 40s and 50s. That doesn't happen when you're young so much. Uh, But there are people that do. I, I know a few women who... Uh, even in their 20s, had a, almost a full beard, and they had to shave every day. That's just the way it was, right? So um, so that that's why they're talking here about all that. I know that was a big story, but I wanted to give you all of the things in reality that you would be familiar with where you saw examples of the same very same thing with the long hair and the long beard and why that, that would be done that way. All right, so here we go.
1: Questioner, thank you. What is the present situation with respect to our 5th density negative companion? Answer, I am Ra. This entity has withdrawn for a period of restoration of its polarity. Question 87.6 Questioner, would you expand upon the concept of the acquisition of polarity by this particular entity, its use, specifically, of this polarity other than the simple, obvious need for 6th density harvest? If this is possible, please answer, I am Ra. We would. The nature of the densities above your own is that a purpose may be said to be shared by both positive and negative polarities. This purpose is the acquisition of the ability to welcome more and more the less and less distorted love light and light love of the one infinite creator. Upon the negative path the wisdom density is one in which power over others has been refined until it is approaching absolute power. Any force such as the force your group and those of Ra offer, which cannot be controlled by the power of such a negative fifth density mind, body, spirit complex then depolarizes the entity which has not controlled other self. It is not within your conscious selves to stand against such refined power but rather it has been through the harmony, the mutual love, and the honest calling for aid from the forces of light which have given you the shield and butler. Question 87.7. Questioner, what is the environmental situation of this particular fifth density entity, and how does he work with fourth density negative entities in order to establish power and control? What is his particular philosophy with respect to himself as creator and with respect to the use of the first distortion and the extension of the first distortion to the fourth density negative? I hope that this isn't too complex a question. Answer, I am Ra. The environment of your companion as that of the rock, the cave, place of barrenness, for this is the density of wisdom and that which is needed may be thought and received. To this entity very little is necessary upon the physical, if you will, or space-time complex of distortions. Such an entity spends its consciousness within the realms of time-space in an attempt to learn the ways of wisdom through the utmost use of the powers and resources of the self. Since the self is the creator, the wisdom density provides many informative and fascinating experiences for the negatively polarized entity. In some respects one may see a more lucid early attachment to wisdom from those of negative polarity as the nexus of positions of consciousness upon which wisdom is laid is simpler. The relationship of such an entity to fourth density negative entities is one of the more powerful and the less powerful. The negative path posits slavery of the less powerful as a means of learning the desire to serve the self to the extent that the will is brought to bear. It is in this way that polarity is increased in the negative sense. Thus fourth density entities are willing slaves of such a fifth density entity, there being no doubt whatsoever of the relative power of each. Question 87.8 Questioner, a reflection of this could be seen in our density and many of those leaders who in
0: welcome rob i didn't see you there i was too busy sharing <laughs> right so welcome people good evening danny welcome to you too so if you're out there and you're uh and you haven't said anything in the chat if you're not friends with me i don't get the heads up display uh so that's how i saw when rob said he, he had joined and so i clicked back over and started looking through the chat uh so otherwise i won't know you're here so give us a shout out all right say hello tell us where you're from also share this out share this out share this out all right let's continue
1: instigate war and have followers who support, in total conviction that the direction of conquest is correct. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. Any organization which demands obedience without question upon the basis of relative power is functioning according to the above described plan. Question 87.9. Questioner. One point that I am not clear on is the understanding and use of the first distortion by fifth and fourth density negative entities in manipulating third density entities. I would like to know how the first distortion affects the attempts to carry out the conquest of third density entities and the attempt to add them under the premise of the first distortion to their social memory complexes. Would you expand on that concept, please? Answer, I am Ra. This latter plan is not one of which fourth-density negative social memory complexes are capable. The fourth-density habit is that of offering temptations and of energizing pre-existing distortions. Fourth-density entities lack the subtlety and magical practice which the fifth-density experience offers. Question 87.10 Questioner It seems though that in the case of many UFO contacts that have occurred on this planet that there must be some knowledge of the news of the first distortion. The fourth density entities have carefully remained aloof and anonymous, you might say, for the most part, so that no proof in a concrete way of their existence is available. How are they oriented with respect to this type of contact? Answer: I am Ra. We misperceived your query, thinking it was directed towards this particular type of contact. The nature of the fourth density's observance of the feeble distortion, while pursuing the seeding of the third density thought patterns, is material which has already been covered. That which
0: I knew he was going to say that. I was like, um, I'm sitting here listening to the question. I'm like, we these got over this a long time ago. That's hilarious. Let's continue. I love when Raw does that.
1: Can be offered of the negatively oriented information is offered it is altered to the extent that the entity receiving such negative information is of positive orientation thus many such contacts are of a mixed nature question 87.11 questioner
0: see did you see what he just said right there this is actually kind of important because everybody seems to think for some reason that like aliens are all bad or aliens are all good there is no difference in the psyche of aliens than there are in the psyche of humans on this planet. It is the same out there as it is here. There are good people. And there are bad people. There are people with agendas. People stabbing people in the back. It's not like that only happens here on this planet. And When aliens show up. They're all benevolent. And they're all super nice to each other. If, if say, they are far more advanced than we are. Right? But if they're third dimension. They're still going through what we're going through. Okay? There is nobody in the 3D life that is godlike. That doesn't happen here. Okay? So this is part of the law of one that is a very important lesson to understand. Not that, not just this, but this is what this brings about. Okay? Where where you're saying, you know, because he was asking, uh, you know, what about whether positive or negative of the information and. And then he says the, the, you know, thus many such uh, contrasts are of a mixed nature. Because this in this reality, in the grand scheme of things in the universe, this three-dimensional place that you're in, not just here on this planet, but the reality that is this reality, that is this matrix that, that, is, that exists all throughout the entire uh, known universes, is the first place that's, that your soul Your baby soul is self-aware okay so this is the very beginning toddler stage of baby that's why life on here starts that way all of everything that goes on around you is going through the exact same cycle that we go through in our psyche in our religious experience in our personal spiritual growth all things are born. They have a cycle on this planet that is one year, right? You have the spring and then it goes into fall and all things die and through the winter and it goes back to spring and all things are reborn and they flourish. That is the cycle of this planet for, for all the life on the planet that is non-sentient, right? It is what, they are sentient, but they're not aware. So they ha- So that part of nature is one year cycle and then you have the spawning cycle of most Animals are a one-year cycle, except for humans, dolphins, and I think I think monkeys, right? I think those primates. And, and whales, right? Dolphins have sex for fun like humans do. They're actually smarter than we are, and so are whales. So what does that go to, to say about them? You know what I mean? If there's anybody that's superior than, than humans, it would be dolphins and whales. They have a bigger brain than we do, right? Do they use more of their brain than we do? Yeah, the dolphins do. We know that okay uh so we're pretty sure whales do too you know if you're adapting sonar as uh, part of your speech then you have to be using a different portion of your brain okay but you know are they communicating with us no would they want to i don't think so honestly i don't i don't believe that they're trying because i don't think so i don't think that they're capable of because in in their minds we're probably probably have a form of telepathy you know animals must have you ever seen cats and dogs look at each other they know what they're saying Right. So how, how is that? Are they just instinctively knowing what they're saying? No, because I've I've had one cat react to something they did to another cat. Right. I, I, I took we have two cats and I and I decided I needed to put the flea dip on them. And I have this stuff that you put, you, know, you squeeze that and you put it on the back of their neck where they can't lick at it. And the boy cat was asleep and I put it on the back of the girl cat. She didn't say anything. She just got up and was annoyed with me and jumped down he woke up <clears throat> jumped down next to her and looked at me like what the hell did you just do and then when i moved he thought i was kind of come after him and he moved away from me and i wasn't i was just changing positions of where i how i was sitting okay so somehow he got from her some sort of signal that you know that that startled him because it did her she hates it he doesn't even care Right. He doesn't. He doesn't care. Later that night, I was sitting on the dining room table with my laptop and he came up and laid down next to my laptop, which he does. Right. Facing away from me, he lays down and goes to sleep right next to me. Leans on the laptop, as a matter of fact. So while he was doing that, I started petting him and I realized he was going to do that. So I went over and I got the little uh, flea dip thing and I walked over and I popped the cap and I put it on his neck and he didn't even flinch, didn't even care that I did it. And went put it right on his neck and he just laid there. Didn't even give a flinch. But she, when I did that, she was freaking out. She hates it, right? And it might bother her a little bit, but it, you know it's not supposed to. It doesn't bother him. And it, 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 she just gets annoyed because we're doing it, right? So all of the experiences for even cats and dogs, they, first of all, have communication. Secondly, they have they have the same cycle that we have, okay? And there are some dogs that are just mean, <laughs> right? And some cats that are just mean. They're not they're predators so they do attack each other now whether they have that choice we don't know I don't remember being uh, you know uh, not knowing who I was so maybe that would be a good case study however the same thing happens all over the universe everybody is the same so it's not like if you get out of here and you go to a different planet where there's other races you're going to have the same politics going on there that you have everywhere else it's going to be the exact same people vying for power stabbing each other in the back and then people not wanting power, not understanding that you're going to have crime. That was designed into this reality. That is what the chaos is, the evil. You're in either in service to others or you're service to self, and that's the way it is throughout the entire known universes. Okay? So when aliens come down here, you have a 50-50 chance that they're trying to kill you. They're either all bad or all good, or they're mixed like we would be if we had a crew of people. Okay, some people are evil, some people are not. Some people have an agenda, some people don't. Some people are good, some people are bad, some people are in service to others, and some people in service to self, right? So when th- no one, you know, they always assume one thing or the other. They're either here to eat us or, oh, no, they're all nice. No, no, it's it's hit and miss, you don't know. During the exchange back in 40, 45, 750, whenever that was, when, when we uh, let them take a bunch of our people and we had theirs, one of their people was downright evil. He was not in service to self, or others. He was in service to self. And he had the ability to make humans die mentally. With, with his, it just Whenever he felt, you could just look at them and they'd die. They'd pop and dead. dead. And he did it for fun and laughed about it because nobody could stop him. Okay? Nobody could stop him. Eventually, they killed him for doing that because he was just killing anyone. They got, became afraid of him because he could break out whenever he wanted to, because nobody could stop him, so they killed him before that he could do that and, and harm people. Because had he had the notion, he probably could have taken over the planet, right? I mean, because he had literally had that ability that Darth Vader had—not just to choke you, but he could just look at you and you would just drop dead. Okay, and we didn't—he weren't even sure if he needed to see you to do it. So it really scared them, so they killed him. I've seen the tapes, (laughs) okay. I've seen the tapes. I, I, in fact, I heard. I I didn't see him actually kill somebody, but I was. I heard the audio tape of when he did it, and he was laughing. This little gray alien with his laugh—that was kind of scary, freaky, right? So they killed that dude. So everybody's the same, no matter where you go, okay? So let's continue.
1: I'm sorry for getting confused on my question here and not asking it correctly. There is a philosophical point of central importance that I am trying to clear up here. It has to do with the fact that fourth density negative seems to be aware of the first distortion. They are in an unveiled condition, and they seem to use this knowledge of the first.
0: And <laughs> Yeah, Julie, Raw, they are schnarky. Uh, sorry for those of you are on the MP3 podcast, I had to read that. because She wrote that in reference to me talking about when Raw was like, we covered this before. Because Raw says that. They say that quite a bit throughout all the sessions, and Omar and I used to laugh every time we'd have to stop, and we—there he goes again, or when he would just go, you know, can you explain that to us? Yes, right. We just had that two weeks ago when I said that. When we talk to each other and we say that, that infers—if you say no, then okay, but if it infers that there is a yes there, that you that you then continue and start telling us about it. But if Ra makes, makes uh, Don ask, then please, could you do that?
1: <laughs> first distortion to maintain the situation that they maintain in contacts with this planet. I am trying to extract their ability to understand the mechanism of the first distortion and the consequences of the veiling process and still remain in a mental configuration of separation on the negative path. I hope that I have made myself clear there. I have had a hard time asking this question answer, I am Ra. The answer may still not satisfy the questioner. We ask that you pursue it until you are satisfied. The fourth density negative entity has made the choice available to each at third density harvest. It is aware of the full array of possible methods of viewing the universe of the one creator and it is convinced that the ignoring and non-use of the green ray energy center will be the method most efficient in providing harvestability of fourth density. Its operations among those of third density which have not yet made this choice are designed to offer to each the opportunity to consider the self-serving polarity and its possible attractiveness. Question 87.12. Questioner, it seems...
0: Right, so the green, the green ray is, that's where you get into the upper love uh, experiences and um, um, feelings. And, 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 you know, this is basically without that, then you just have everything that's the opposite, including lust and all that. And that's why, uh, you know, that it, it, like it says here, and it's possible attractiveness. That's, that's the dichotomy of the force and how they explain that, that the force is easier, more The, the dark side is e- easier, more seductive than the, than the light side. And that is true uh, in, in, in the reality of, of the universe right and then this let me go way back to the first or a few sessions that to graduate uh, you know to graduate the the harvest in this third density third dimension you have to be 51% right you have to be 51% good to do so but that's the equivalent okay it seems easy when you think the other way around, but it's the equivalent of a person who's in service to self has to be 98% evil. So you are got to be really evil. And on the other hand, you might think that it would be easy to be 51%, 1% over 50 50 on the good side. Yet in the last 75,000 years, only 37 souls have graduated on the good side 37 in 75,000 years that's how hard it is to graduate these days when you have what we have going on with an external hard drive you know an external ego right you have more than one you have the news agencies and, and you know as one and the media and then you have the internet as another one okay so the internet is a is giant ego it's there with everything that you have, but it's it's slanted by the powers that should not be towards the negative. Then you have all all social media, whether it has to do with, uh, you know, the, the news agencies, magazines, right? Those mostly are slanted the same way. You have movies. You, you really get books and movies that are counter. Those are 80% good. You know, I was just talking to my brother about this, right? He's a minister as well. We were just, we had literally had this conversation last night. See, that's how raw plays into everything. When every time I play this, even people, you guys out there go, you know, what they were talking about was everything I was going through on that day was trying to figure out, this is uncanny how this stuff happens, the way the universe works. But a lot of us don't notice that. You have to reach a certain level to where you see that, where you understand the esotericness of it. You start to actually have the eyes to see it. So we were literally just talking about, you know, that, that, that very fact and how everything is ma- made that way to try and keep everybody a distraction. And, and then I literally, last night after I was done talking to him, I turned on someone that I hadn't even known was live and I didn't know who they were, but they were, uh, on the channel of, of, uh, David Ike. So I clicked on it and it wasn't David Ike, but it was the same sponsor and they were, uh, they were doing there's these two women and they were talking about the same thing they were literally talking about the same thing but they were talking about the ma- the uh, um, the feminine masculine as well and uh, and how how much the uh, feminine um, portion in our society has been demoralized and I started talking and it was funny because I started getting involved in the conversation and I said you know well in a male-dominated aggressive society a warlike society in history this you know here's my history here's my history teacher coming out the warlike societies in all of history have always been a male dominated religion (coughs) you hardly see any conquering nations that were warlike that had both male and female as equal even the Vikings who had female gods or goddesses you still had the all-father Odin was still like Zeus the males were still dominant they weren't equal then as you get went further south in the Viking colonies into Europe the Celts who, who we loosely call the Celts the southern Vikings they were a duality but they weren't a conquering nation they still aren't the people of Ireland England uh, England, uh, kind of, you know, because they tried to reach out and conquer the, the planet, but Ireland, Scotland, Wales and Denmark and that kind of stuff there, you know, and even with now, you know, look at uh, the Viking countries. They're not really conquering nations. They just want to be left alone. Leave us alone. Don't piss us off. We'll come and eat your whole planet. Um, but you have these other countries look around the world and it is that it is true. Look at Rome. Right. Look at Greece. Look at. Africa look at you know all all these male-dominated gods King David of the Hebrews male-dominated guy trying to conquer the whole planet so warlike nations are are more prone to uh, Stifle the feminine because the feminine uh, in that respect would become the um, the, the caregiver uh, and that that turns into the patron which turns into the voice of reason right the loving care so it's the voice of reason so if you have the women having the same voice as men the same thing that happens in almost every society when you unlock that sacred feminine you become more peaceful then the problem is that peaceful societies when they become peaceful um, they get conquered by by warlike societies that's the the, so the cycle of a society is that when they become to start becoming peaceful and peaceful minded like the Americas are now okay we're starting to become peaceful minded when that happens eventually then they're conquered by someone who's more warlike that is the downfall of every nation in the in the cyclical uh, uh, context of history period in the world if you've studied military history which I have throughout the world and if you've studied uh, regular history which I have throughout the world you will see that that is the one constant the rise of nations the, them conquering and their 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 eventual conquered and plundered or, or the reason for that was they became um, a very dual aspect and peaceful and then they were so so the the theory here is that the evil people conquer the weaker people it's the same thing and so but the dichotomy this stranger in this world is that We here in this nation, even though we have become more aware, and there's other nations, not just us, who have become more aware of the feminine, have still been able to defend themselves, not necessarily start wars, but keep people from taking over their countries, right? So we're kind of figuring things out. This is my point of all this. We're kind of figuring things out in a way um, by doing that that most people didn't, right? But you still have the same thing everywhere that we have here. Right. So it's something that we're all here to learn. That is what we're here to learn in this place before we go to the fourth density.
1: To me that this is a service to others action in offering the possibility of the self-serving path. What is the relative effect of polarization in this action? I don't understand that. Answer, I am Ra. your armed bands, a large group marauds and pillages successfully. The success of the privates is claimed by the corporals, the success of corporals by sergeants, then lieutenants, captains, majors, and finally the commanding general. Each successful temptation, each successful harvestable entity is a strengthener of the power and polarity of the fourth density social memory complex which has had this success. Question 87.13. Questioner, if one mind, Body, spirit complex is harvested from third density to a fourth density social memory complex. Is the total power of the social memory complex before the absorption of this single entity doubled when this entity is absorbed? Answer I am Ra. No. Question 87.14. Questioner The law of doubling, then, does not work in this way. How much does the power of the social memory complex increase relative to this single entity that is harvested and absorbed into it? Answer, I am Ra. If one entity in the social memory complex is responsible for this addition to its being, that mind, body, spirit complex will absorb, in linear fashion, the power contained in the, shall we say, recruit. If a subgroup is responsible, the power is then this subgroup's, Only very rarely is the social memory complex of negative polarity capable of acting totally as one being. The loss of polarity due to this difficulty, to which we have previously referred as a kind of spiritual entropy, is quite large.
0: Right, so that's the end of that um, video. The other video will start here in a second. I paused it because I wanted to point out that because of everybody being service to self, they're all self-serving, (coughs) it's always very difficult to get them all to work together because everybody has their own agenda and they all want to be in charge, right? So nobody wants to help anybody because that's being nice to people. So it's very hard uh, when you're surrounded by all evil people or all negative people to get them to serve others, right? They don't want to do that. They want everybody to serve them. So it's really hard to get them to work together. So that was the end of that video. This next video will start here in a second. So this is the second half of 87, session 87, the law of 1.
1: Question 87.15. Questioner, then assuming that a single negatively oriented entity is responsible for the recruiting of a harvested third density entity and adds its polarity to his negative polarity and power, what type of ability or what type of benefit is this and how is it used by the entity? Answer, I am Ra. The so-called pecking order is immediately challenged and the entity with increased power exercises the power to control more other selves and to advance within the social memory complex structure. Question 87.16 Questioner, how is this power measured? How is it obvious that this entity has gained this additional power? Answer, I am Ra. In some cases there is a kind of battle. This is a battle of wheels and the weapons consist of the light that can be formed by each contender. In most cases where the shift of power has been obvious it simply is acknowledged in those seeing benefit from associating with this newly more powerful entity aided in rising within the structure. Question 87.17 Questioner, thank you. We noticed a possibility of confusion between the term, mind-body-spirit, and, mind-body-spirit complex, in the last session. Were there a couple of misuses of those terms in shifting one for the other? Answer, I am Ra. There was an error in transmission. The use of the term, mind-body-spirit, should refer to those entities dwelling in third density prior to the veiling process, the term mind-body-spirit complex, referring to those entities dwelling in third density after the veiling process. We also discover a failure on our part to supply the term complex when speaking of body after the veiling. Please correct these errors. Also, we ask that you keep a vigilant watch over these transmissions for any errors in question without fail as it is our intention to provide as undistorted a series of sound vibration complexes as is possible. This entity, though far better cleared of distortions towards the pain flares when prepared by those mental vibration complexes you call prayer, is still liable to fluctuation due to its pre-incarnative body complex distortions and the energizing of them by those of negative polarity. Question 87.18. Questioner, Thank you. We will make the corrections asterisk. In the last session, you made the statement that before the veiling, sexual energy transfer was always possible. I would like to know what you meant by it was always possible and why it was not always possible after the veiling, just to clear up that point. Asterisk, the text was corrected before publishing and now reads as it should. Uh (laughs)
0: so I thought it was cool that this was larger than uh, the other text prior but now it's blurry and so that's not my doing or of my equipment this is the way this session was recorded this too bad because it's kinda of a little bit blurry for I don't know how it's gonna come across. I'll have to look on the, the uh, monitor here see how it looks to you guys.
1: Answer, I am Ra. We believe that we grasp your query and will use the analogy in your culture of the battery which lights the flashlight bulb. Two working batteries placed in series always offer the potential of the bulbs illumination after the veiling, to continue this gross analogy, the two batteries being placed not in series would then offer no possible illumination of the bulb. Many mind, body, spirit complexes after the veiling have, through blockages, done the equivalent of reversing the battery. Question 87.19. Questioner, what was the primary source of the blockages that caused the battery reversal? Answer, I am Ra. Please query more specifically as to the mind-body-spirits or mind-body-spirit complexes about which you request information. Question 87.20. Questioner, before the veil there was knowledge of the bulb lighting technique, shall we say. After the veil some experiments created a bulb lighting, some resulted in no bulb lighting. Other than the fact that information was not available on methods of lighting the bulb, was there some root cause of the experiments that resulted in no bulb lighting? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct.
0: Don spent, one of the things that that did bother me a little bit about his choice of questions, he's obviously not a talk show host, he spent most, we're in session 87, he's still talking about prior to the veiling, which in in the grand scheme of things was uh, a very, very long, 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 long time ago, hundreds of millions of years ago, right? He doesn't really ask, what are the laws, (laughs) right? Explain all of the laws of the universe. You kind of get it as he says, I can't break that law. That law is this law, blah, blah, blah. But you don't know how many laws there are truly Right. Some people have gone through this, sifted through this and, and counted, you know, maybe 10. <laughs> right. But you don't really know what they are because uh, there's only a few. The first like three or four or five that you had definitely get an understanding of. So he didn't ask those questions. There's so many questions that, he sh- that I would have asked differently. He spins. Well, see, I, unfortunately, I have far more background in spirituality and, sp- and spiritualism and, and religion and all of that than Don did right he must have been an atheist uh, and if he wasn't he he really wasn't very um, spiritual he was kind of but he spent most of his time talking about you know tell me again how it started what was it again what was the pre Big Bang thing you know what I mean and so he's still that scientist that's trying to figure out the universe right and so he's he's he is the in my mind He is the the epitome, not not 100%, but he is an example. Let Let me rephrase that. He is a very good example as to why it is that general, standard, mainstream academia, when it comes to the sciences, will never figure the universe out. He is a good example of that. Never figure it out because they don't factor spiritualism they don't factor love they don't factor something other than tangible here and now answers <clears throat> it's why we rely on combustible fuels right it's why we don't have zero point energy because in their very language zero point means the lack thereof means stagnant non-movement of anything that's where we have our zero in our in our number system zero represents nothingness in our science way of thinking and in our mathematics that's why we use multiples of 10 which is wrong we should be using multiples of 12 so because of that we can't never calculate anything properly when you use multiples of ten you have fractals when you use multiples of twelve there are no fractals you don't have fractions so you don't have fractals so you don't have anything in between it's a whole number or a whole number period there is no like you know when you try to, to calculate pi right three point one four five nine seven five three four you know three two seven one five nine I don't know exactly you don't I don't know those numbers but after the first four five right and then it goes on for infinity at some point it could it ends up going in, in, in a seven or eight it's an eight-digit rotation where that it goes the same eight digits the same eight digits the same eight digits and they can't ever figure it out okay and there are many equations that are that way in the universe they cannot be figured out because our mathematics is wrong we're using multiples of 10 in a universe that is multiples of 12 so they're never going to figure it out they think zero point energy means now I also know that the, the powers that should not be actually have zero point energy Okay so they figured it out but they haven't given it to the rest of the world right I have figured it out and I even talk about it openly but if you don't understand what I'm talking about then you're, you're not gonna be able to do anything with it I'm not gonna build the machine that's gonna that's gonna do it because if I do and I turn it on then I'm, I'm gonna get popped they're gonna come in they're gonna whack me right and then I'll have to start all over again <laughs> right? that'll happen in its own due time but I'm not going to press the outside of the envelope because people aren't ready for that yet but it's in everything that I talk about every day it's in 3, 6, and 9 3, 6, and 9 is a multiple of 12 because the natural progression see this is my mathematics and my physics along with my spirituality 3, 6, and 9 and then 12 are what? what's the common denominator? they're all divisible by 3 right? I explained that on my last show and I've explained it to people. I just explained it to my spiritual group the other day. Right? I know what Einstein knew, and, and I knew what he wasn't saying. Einstein said three plus three. You have to understand that three, three, what that means. He understood that. But he didn't take it past that. I know he knew about it past that. But he never talked about it past that. I openly talk about it. The secret to the entire universe is three plus three, right? Or it's three, six, nine. And understanding what those are and what that governs. Three plus three is six. Three plus six is nine. Three plus nine is twelve. Do you understand? You no, know, that's just to you it's mathematics. But the truth is, as above, so below is backwards. It should it should be said, as below, so above. That's the proper way. Jesus even said that, right? And it was in it was in Matthew. I just I just said it. it was, it's Matthew, Matthew sixteen, Matthew verse 16, 18. Okay, you can look that up. Verse 16, um, paragraph 18. He says it in there. If you read that, it actually starts at 17. So if you read till 1818, through 1818 to 1819, it literally says, right, what you shall bind on this earth, I shall also bind in heaven. What you shall unleash unto this earth, I shall unleash in heaven or shall also be unleashed in heaven I'm not actually reading that verbatim so that's my that's my memory I just read it the Bible's here next to me I could open it up and look at it even have the page marked okay but but that's where it is Matthew 16.17 or 16 and you can read the whole paragraph okay and so where we get that from as above so below comes from the Dead Sea Scrolls where in there they translated that the God Enki came down to the planet and set up the cities of the planets through the power as above so below so we have kept that as the analogy for that because in your way of thinking in that analogy you believe there is a God figure who created you and in that scripture in the Dead Sea Scrolls it said that said God created us as a slave labor race. That is, in fact, a lie. But the, the connotation, as above, so below, is still being said naturally. Why do I say that? Because the same reason that zero point means nothingness, the lack of energy is also wrong zero point is the twelve or in fact is the thirteen or the one let me explain that if you look at a clock face especially an old analog clock face for those of you who are Millennials or or slightly younger than that or just a little teeny bit older than that you don't know what a what, a, uh, what an old dial clock looks like with the hands that point the big hand the little hand for those of you who are old enough to remember that you have twelve numbers on the clock The thirteen, or the one, is the controller of the arms. If you read the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, Thoth explains that, as above, so below, the three, the six, and the nine, you have the three and the six. The three is a spiral that's either going out, 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 out for infinity or in, 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 depending on your perspective and point of view. So they're opposites, polar opposites. One spiral is spiraling out to infinity, and one is spiraling down into nothingness. (coughs) However, it is then the nine energy which creates the figure eight. The nine energy, then, is the God energy that flips the energy and binds it, binds it to its path. Instead of allowing it to spin off into space and spin down into nothingness, it binds it and it flips it over and starts its the journey the opposite direction. So you spin down into nothingness and then all of a sudden you're spinning outward again. And then when you get all the way out, 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 all of a sudden you're spinning inward again. That is the God energy. It's not God, but it is the Logos, the God energy. Okay? And that creates the Taurus. That creates the, the, the sphere with a hole in the center. Jesus said... The way to God is through me. <clears throat> he didn't mean you have to, you know, literally go through my body or my soul. He meant that you had to follow what he was following. You didn't necessarily have to follow him, but you had to do what he was saying to do. And Thoth said the way to this, to God is through the center of the of the earth, because that is where the zero point is. So in reference to us here, the zero point is in the center, the center face of the clock, right? So the center itself would be the, would be the, the, uh, the 12 or the, thir- the 13, I mean, or the one because uh, you have all of these like Jesus was one and had twelve apostles. They were around him. He controlled them, He led them. He guided them. They were around him, 12 apostles so on a clock face the 12 numbers are around the one controller but that's not where that's not God but that's the way to the one the way to the one is through the controller so the way through to the one true creator of the universe would be through the center of what either that clock face or what this planet because in this planet has the as above so below which should be as below so above which is surrounds this planet so if you leave this planet you go to another one that's the spiritual base metaphorically and physically the spiritual base of this planet is the center of the planet we're all on the outside of the planet on the crust around the center (coughs) do you understand so we are the 12 apostles We make up the 12 apostles, right? So think about that. So the earth, the reason the earth moves is because of our spirituality. We create the energy. We are the energy, the driving force that gives us life, that keeps our planet spinning and it moving through the universe. That's hard for most people to understand. Okay, so how does this math work? This, this goes back to the, the charm of making I'll finish today with explaining this and let you guys ponder that and if anybody has questions about it you guys can talk to me afterwards just send me a um, you know a messenger or uh, an email if you go to my, my pages you can see how to contact me and I'll talk to you about it okay so it goes with the charm of making the real charm of making record this <laughs> the real charm of making is anal Nathrach you hear this in like 1982's um, Excalibur. Merlin used this and eventually the, the evil queen stole it from him and she used to stay young and all kinds of magic. She was a necromancer. You hear about this all over the planet. Even The Undertaker, the wrestler in WWE, uses it, but he, he, he hacks the middle portion out so that he doesn't actually say the say it to people but it's in his um opening monologue when he's coming in okay so that actually translates into m- a common language that i'm speaking now american english right and now nathrock is all that is nature with phosphate and of time space or space-time Dothiel Dienve, do heed my call, or do heed my intention. So here's how this works. Three, which is me. We are the three energy, the humans. My intention is a three energy coming from me. So three plus three equals six. I'm calling to my intention. I'm calling to, with my intention, to all that is nature and time space. That's six. Six is all that is nature and time space, the energy of six so it's as below so above because as below is me us we're the three our intention is a three so our intention to the six right is I am calling to you and then my intention with that energy and my energy is to call two, three plus three equals six now my intention using six three plus six equals 9 9 is the God energy that is where the logos is controlled that creates that which binds us and everything to the earth so 3 me plus me my intentions is 6 and now my intentions for 6 plus my intention so 3 plus 6 equals the 9 energy and then my intention for the 9 energy is what what follows the charm of making and what you choose at that point to manifest you have now taken control of the logos and you are now manifesting with your intention utilizing the God energy the logos the love that creation the creation of the universe to enact your will to enact your intention for an outcome do you understand if you have any background in casting spells you know exactly what I'm talking about because you do this daily if you have any ritualistic background you do this daily okay so then you become by doing that right now when you enact the nine energy three plus nine equals my intention with nine equals what twelve now you have put yourself at the 12 point on the clock but when you understand all of that and you uh, and you ascend to high magic you then become the one when you ascend to a high enough place you then move from the 12 because you use your intention of you empowered by all of that empowered by that to create again you become the 13 or the one but you are not you are not the one true creator so through the 13 through the center through the 13 the 13 is when you understand the power of the creation when you can when you can actually perceive the power (coughs) or perceive the the creation once you can actually do that and actually utilize that for your will you have to ascend to a high high place because if you get it wrong you do damage to yourself and to the into the logos okay but if you get it right that makes you the 13 and through that knowledge is the way to the one true creator but you first have to fathom the, the limitless of infinity infinite wisdom infinite love infinite everything you have to literally understand that and we have a hard time understanding that and expanding our minds to that so the transition I don't believe can be made to the one through the third dimension through the third density because we don't understand love fully until we start learning about it in the fourth And then we don't have knowledge and wisdom yet fully, so we spend another lifetime, five and six, on those. Knowledge and wisdom. (coughs) Right? Do you understand? But that is the key to this Logos. So if you have enough people thinking the same thing, it becomes so. So say we all. Do you understand that? even Jesus said if you all had faith you could literally move mountains he wasn't talking figuratively he said literally use that term you could literally move mountains because you could if everyone believes it and puts the same energy into it and believes it wholeheartedly you're in 100% no doubts positive it will happen some people on a a smaller level can utilize this and make things happen that's where you see people that can bend the spoon say with their minds make objects move they're controlling the logos they're changing the reality and making it possible for that thing to move that's why the little boy said and we see we tell you these things and it's there. It's esoteric. These writers that write these stories in these movies—they do this stuff on purpose. I did. <coughs> Pardon me, Phlegm. I've been talking too long. <coughs> I did. If you read *Orion Rising*, even as raw as it is, and you know, and, and uncut, I didn't pay anyone to do uh, any kind of uh, uh, editing on it. So it's, I got all kinds of, of, of misspellings. And who gives a crap about that? If you're if you're obsessed with that, you don't need to be reading that book anyway, because you're not going to get anything from it. If that's all you are concerning yourself with is punctuation and, well, he didn't tell the story the way that we've set down the rules on this planet. They're supposed to tell a story, right? If that's all you're concerned with, you're not understanding what is going on in the story anyways because all you're doing is spell-checking, right? So I have no time for people that are that way. There's many, many writers who have written books and they type it and that's the way it comes out. They print it. Whatever type errors are in there, they're in there. I don't concern myself with that. That would be like me talking about Jesus. But before we can do that, I have to go through time and I have to prove that Jesus ever existed. So I have to find his birth, find his DNA, show show work, go and dig it up, get the DNA, do the analysis and make sure that we test everybody to find out whose DNA is. Now we have to prove that that DNA actually belonged to Jesus and his family. Well, (coughs) we got to research that. So we got to keep going and research everything in time that we can find before we can even study what Jesus has to say. You understand that you've gotten yourself so caught up in the analysis of the proof that you don't even give a crap about the message well I can't listen to the message until I authenticate it well I get that on most things especially nowadays because there's so much shit that's made up pardon my language right but whether Jesus was an actual person or not inconsequential that matters about as much as a fart in a whirlwind matters why do you say that blasphemy how can you be a Christian how can you be a knight of a Christian religion and a pastor of a Christian religion and say that Leo because the message is what's important doesn't matter who wrote it doesn't matter when it was told the fact is Matthew bark Luke and John were written between 100 and 700 years after Jesus died not by the people who were there nor by anyone in their family right that's why the Hebrews don't believe the New Testament is real but nobody is alive now to authenticate anything in their Bible in the Old Testament but they believe it it's called faith and the truth is none of that matters because the message is sound the message itself is sound it's a good message about being good people and being nice to each other and loving each other that's the message. That's the same message that Muhammad was preaching. Whether Muhammad was alive or real, doesn't matter. The message is good and sound. If the message is telling you you're slave labor, that is not a good message and that is not sound. We were created by ourselves a long, 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 long time ago. We created ourselves. And we put ourselves on a path to do whatever we wanted and gave us autonomy, total carte blanche, free will. Do what thou wilt, but harm none. Ah, little little nod to the pagans and druids out there, right? <laughs> and then the Satanists, of course, grabbed it and said, do what thou wilt. They didn't, they didn't create their own religion. They just took the religions of the day and said, we're anti-them. That's why they took the cross, turned it upside down, took the star, turned it upside down. Right, took everything and, and just turned it upside down. Right? Do what thou wilt with harm none. Ah, no, do what thou wilt. Period. Take off that harm none. Don't give a crap about that. They didn't even make up their own creed, right? You gotta love them, people. Evil, simple minded, no creativity. Okay. So there's the actual secret to the universe, guys. I just told you. How much you make of that or how much you took from what I said? Doesn't matter to me, I'm giving you the tools. But that is the truth. Zero point energy is the same. Right? Now we're going to get into my physics background. Right? Zero point energy is the same. The answer is not in the hot. To have free energy, you have to be in the opposite. You have to be in the cold. The non nuclear portion no explosions no fire no friction that is where free energy is that's where free energy lies okay it it literally lies. there's a german man who's probably dead now who is able to take plates and put slits in them there are metal plates with slits in them one stacked on top of the other that's all no moving parts and by stacking these and having them shaped the right way and stacking one plate on top of the other so that there was a cavity in between so they looked like a saucer. Oops, what? They looked like a saucer. So that you had this pocket of air on the, in, on the inside and these slits on both of the plates shaped and, and spaced a certain distance apart that air would be sucked in one side and heated by itself out of nowhere and pushed out the other side. He built an engine that created heat out of nothingness with no moving parts. And he did that throughout his house. He lived in it was snowing outside. You walked in his house, it was 78 degrees. And he ran his electric off of that, generated everything he needed to generate electricity to run his house with no moving parts. And he's the genius behind all of the genius that we now see and benefit from in the modern day. Not kidding. The reason that we have every bit of technology that we have today is because that man figured that shit out back in the 40s. And he knew Tesla. He knew Von Braun. He knew all these people, but he's not famous and no one knows his name. No one knows his name and he's on he's on YouTube you can look it up he's I've watched his videos they're all done in German and they have subtitles so if you don't understand German but if you do understand German it's a plus plus. and everything that we have we benefit from today was be based on his creations and his knowledge and his little brain and I think he's dead now I don't know if he's still alive I watched his videos back in in uh, 20 2012 and then again in 2014 And i forgot his name i don't even remember his name i should have wrote down i probably wrote down somewhere but you can go back into you on youtube and and just google that look it up on youtube do a search and and, uh he's this old german guy who is just talking about it showing people how it works and the new inventions that he was working on at the time ran his car everything didn't have to pay anything (laughs) paid no energy for his house ran it no gas no electric he had it all right on the inside that he put together and it was just running itself pretty badass okay so he understood three six and nine he understood the logos he understood the cold the there's you don't have to have fire you don't have to have an explosion to have energy you don't zero point energy to them means nothingness and they'll never get past it they won't get past the the academics won't get past zero point meaning zero meaning nothing any more than they will get past that that gravity is because of the spirituality level of all of us combined on this planet because of our love we create the motion our love runs we're the engine just like you saw in the matrix we are the engine that runs this planet us being here collectively keeps this planet turning and in orbit around this star us our consciousness so for those of you who believe in the viewer created reality that everybody talked about in in philosophy it is in a sense that yet it also isn't because once we created this it runs on its own whether there were there or not so like when Aston Aristotle said there is no forest (coughs) you know people say if a tree falls in the woods this is philosophical 101 if you took philosophy 101 you heard this conversation it's like the the Iliad of the cave right so If there's a tree and it falls in the woods, will it make any sound if there's no one there to observe it? And Aristotle said, no, this is folly. I won't even talk about it and discuss it because the forest isn't even there because I'm not there to to create the forest. But that's just untrue. Okay, that's untrue. We have created this Logos and set it free to do what it wants, just like we did when we were the one creating each one of us individuals and setting it free to do whatever it wants to experience without any interference from the source its entire existence and and it also interacts with everybody else and the ripple effect happens so that we all also change each other's perspective and that is what creates an infinite amount of possibilities of experiences and that is the whole point of why life exists because we when we were the one wanted to experience ever every possible experience that there could be. So we set up a scenario and expanded it until it became infinite. And it never, it never ends because it's constantly reinventing itself all the time and put it into, into motion. So we recreate over and over. We can change the face of the earth. But the earth is what it is from the day it was born. So if I die today, it will change things going forward. But it won't erase the entire known world. Some people believe that. That they are God and when they die, everything dies. Iron Maiden wrote a song about it back in the, in the 80s. And part of the chorus was, When I die, all around me will be laid to waste. Some people believe that. That the, this entire thing was built for them usually those people are narcissistic, right? They're evil. You guys were all here for me to toy with and do whatever I want. I am in charge because I don't want in charge of the world is because I choose not to be in charge of the world, lying to themselves. I would rather let them do it because they serve me by ruling the world for me. That's very someone who is very full of themselves. Correct? Right. Okay. So we're let me get out of full screen here cuz I know we're well past uh, an hour we are uh, where are we here we are at one hour 26 minutes yeah so we'll stop there at 8720 but everything that I just gave you go back and listen to it a few times if you understood it the first time you're good you're golden right because it's there if you understand the math let's see. I have a physics background that was my major right my major in college was physics with a philosophy minor that's why I know history That's why I know so much junk that nobody else wants to know. Don't want to play Trivial Pursuit with me because I know everything that happened everywhere on the planet and when and who won what war (laughs) when it took place and who their names were for fuck's sake. Right? So there's me without my glasses. in my one eye that you can see. Okay, so I'm going to call it for tonight, but that that right there is some really good information that I would love to hear you guys' ponderance therein because that is the truth. And that is the actual, if, if everybody be- believed that and, and understood that and utilized that, we would have no war, we would have no famine, we would have any any strife. But the, the, the whole point is, this is the beauty of it, I can tell it to you. And you have total free will to think that I don't know what I'm talking about. And that's what keeps this entire planet ro- rotating, is the fact that the majority of the people that are out there don't buy it. They don't buy it can't be as simple as that guy Leo just telling me about it can't be he's not that smart he can't be that smart i'm not that smart how can he be that smart there's no way he knows what he's talking about that much that's the beauty of it and that in and of itself quickly back to the political arena that in and of itself is why these politicians and kings and queens and leaders of of the world are in charge because they're right in your face like i just was i just gave you the secrets to the universe to controlling the logos and you could literally, if you were evil, you could take control of people around you by the knowledge I just gave you. But you have to actually understand it to make it work. And to actually understand it, you have to learn it. And to learn it, you have to have achieved it. It's like magic You can't play with it until you actually know it. All right, I have to answer this phone call. So you guys have a good night. Hello!